everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it. So for several days, we have been hearing about the sadness of the terrible kings of Israel and Judah, how nobody seems to do what is right in the eyes of the Lord ever, ever. Uh, But today we hit a bright spot. Yesterday we had a little bit of a bright spot with Isaiah talking about restoration. Uh, Today we have a significant bright spot with Hezekiah, the king of Judah, uh, who seems like a pretty good guy. (laughs) Whenever you start reading about any of the kings, I always anticipate the second sentence being, and he did what was yeah. evil in the sight of the Lord. And that is not the case. And that has been like the case several times for us where you read, and he did what was right. And it's like, oh, yes, this is great. But I think Hezekiah takes it even a step further. He takes down the high places. He like rallies everybody up for like a big family reunion. And in the end of Second Chronicles, <clears throat> excuse me, in the Second Chronicles chapter 30, There's a little, like, section of two verses. So this is after everyone has come together for the feasts, for the, like, sacrifices in the temple again um, as, like, a joined body. And it says, so there was great joy in Jerusalem, for since the time of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, there has been nothing like this in Jerusalem. Then the priests and Levites arose, uh, their voices were heard, and their prayers came to his holy habitation in heaven. So that is, like, so crazy because we haven't heard of an instance like this for, like, hundreds of years. And so that is very, very cool that one king finally took it seriously. And what's even crazier, Hezekiah is the son of Ahaz. And if we know anything about Ahaz from our previous readings, like, you would assume that he would very much fall in line with how his father reigned and, like, the lineage going way back Uh, where everybody is super evil, including Ahaz. Ahaz, in my opinion, is like one of the most evil kings that we have seen up until this point. But he is like breaking those crazy chains and family uh, curses, if you will, and is actually taking his job super seriously. So it's like encouraging to see this kind of change. Guys, I'm sorry. We got so excited to talk about Hezekiah. We actually forgot to say that today's reading is 2 Kings 18 ah. <laughs> uh, verses 1 to 8, 2 Chronicles 29 to 31, and then Psalm 48. Right. Uh, but <laughs> forgot that. It, it is actually exciting to read because it is like if you've been tracking with us, if you've been on this journey of reading the Bible every day, um, we've been in a pretty dark place, it feels like. And so to see Hezekiah smash the high places, destroy the idols... Um, we get this weird call out that they were actually worshiping the bronze serpent that Moses Ew, has yeah. held up in the wilderness. So the the idolatry here has just been widespread, and it really does feel like the Israelites have been worshiping anything that they can get their hands on. And so to see Hezekiah really clean everything out, is, it's very exciting. Um, one of the things that I noticed that was pretty cool is that this reform is happening not just in Judah. So Hezekiah not only wants to clean out the temple and worship the Lord correctly, he wants to unify the entire kingdom. And when so has that happened yeah, not for a long time. That has not happened for a long time. There's been some like loose alliances to fight off different enemies. Um, but Hezekiah actually sends couriers throughout the northern kingdom of Israel, which at that point most likely had already been destroyed by the Assyrians and a lot of the people had been carried off into exile. So most likely the couriers are like reaching out to this remnant of people who were not dragged into exile. 
and inviting them to come and worship the Lord. And a lot of them do. So to kind of wrap everything up, if you look at Psalm, so we have one little tiny Psalm today from uh, Psalm 48. In verse 11, I think it kind of ties everything up uh, for a year part as we reflect on the reading for today, the Psalm for today, and just kind of where it where it leaves us in what we can do or how we can reflect. So chapter 48, verse 11 says, let your, or excuse me, your right hand is filled with righteousness. Let Mount Zion be glad. Let the daughters of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. So to me, this really stuck out because they're, they're saying, let us rejoice because of your judgments. So like they are finally at a place where they're like completely raw. They're coming together. They're recognizing all of the things that they've been through and like this, like this dark, dark place um, of where the Lord has like allowed them to even survive and have mercy from. And they're like, you know what? Thank you for those judgments. Thank you for showing us like that you are our rescuer. Like we do nothing to get out of this without you. Um, So they're just like thanking God for those like really hard spots that they were in. And I think that applies to us as well. Like these guys have finally come together. They're worshiping God the same way that they used to in like the days of old. And they're finally like, like back to this good place. And it seems like for us, that can be the same thing, like hitting your low, low, and then coming to this place where you can finally like worship together again, or just worship God again, uh, because you've seen those lows, you know, that the Lord is the one who's helped you out of it. And just being like thankful for those times, because it like, just strength strengthens that relationship even more. So I encourage you today, um, even in your own life, um, reflect on those, those low, low times. Like we've all hit them. We've all been in them and just reflect on how God is the one who has brought you out of those places. Or if you are in a low place, know that he is the one that will help you out of that. As long as you put your faith and trust in him to be able to come out of that place and strengthen your relationship with him today. So we'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much for listening to our take today. Before we get into the reading, if we could just ask you one thing, uh, if you've been enjoying the podcast, if you could subscribe to us and then leave a rating and review, we'd love to hear from you. And every rating we get helps us reach more people. Ultimately, we're just trying to reach people with the truth of God's word and your review will help us do that. So thanks so much for being invested in the podcast. Here's the reading for today. Second Kings chapter 18 verses one through eight. In the third year of Hoshea, son of Elah, king of Israel, Hezekiah, the son of Ahaz, king of Judah, began to reign. He was twenty-five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned twenty-nine years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Abi, the daughter of Zechariah, and he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, according to all that David his father had done. He removed the high places, and broke the pillars, and cut down the Asherah, And he broke in pieces the bronze serpent that Moses had made. For until those days the people of Israel had made offerings to it. It was called Nehushtan. He trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel, so that there was none like him among all the kings of Judah after him, nor among those who were before him. For he held fast to the Lord. He did not depart from following him, but he kept the commandments that the Lord commanded Moses. And the Lord was with him. Wherever he went out, he prospered. He rebelled against the king of Assyria and would not serve him. He struck down the Philistines as far as Gaza and its territory, from watchtower to fortified city. Second Chronicles chapter 29 Hezekiah began to reign when he was 25 years old, and he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. 
His mother's name was Abijah, the daughter of Zechariah. And he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, according to all that David his father had done. In the first year of his reign, in the first month, he opened the doors of the house of the Lord and repaired them. He brought in the priests and the Levites and assembled them in the square on the east and said to them, Hear me, Levites, now consecrate yourselves and consecrate the house of the Lord, the God of your fathers, and carry out this filth from in the holy place. For our fathers have been unfaithful and have done what was evil in the sight of the Lord our God. They have forsaken him and have turned away their faces from the habitation of the Lord and turned their backs. They also shut the doors of the vestibule and put out the lamps that have not burned incense or offered burnt offerings in the holy place of the God of Israel. Therefore the wrath of the Lord came on Judah and Jerusalem, and he made them an object of horror, of astonishment, and of hissing, as you see with your own eyes. For behold, our fathers have fallen by the sword, and our sons and our daughters and our wives are in captivity for this. Now it is my heart to make a covenant with the Lord, the God of Israel, in order that his fierce anger may turn away from us. My sons, do not now be negligent, for the Lord has chosen you to stand in his presence, to minister to him, and to be his ministers and make offerings to him. Then the Levites arose, Mahahath, the son of Amasai, and Joel, the son of Azariah, of the sons of the Kohathites, and the sons of Merari Kish, and the son of Abdi, and Azariah the son of Jehalel, and of the Gershonites, Joah the son of Zimah, and Eden the son of Joah, and the sons of Elazapham, Shimri, and Jeul, and the sons of Asaph, Zechariah, and Mataniah, and all the sons of Heman, Jehul, and Shimi, and all the sons of Jeduthun, Shemaiah, and Uziel. They gathered their brothers and consecrated themselves, and went in as the king had commanded. By the words of the Lord, to cleanse the house of the Lord. The priests went into the inner part of the house of the Lord to cleanse it, and they brought out all the uncleanness that they had found in the temple of the Lord into the court of the house of the Lord. And the Levites took it and carried it out to the brook of Kidron. They began to consecrate on the first day of the first month, and on the eighth day of the month they came to the vestibule of the Lord. Then for eight days they consecrated the house of the Lord, and on the sixteenth day of the first month they finished. Then they went into Hezekiah the king and said, We have cleansed the house of the Lord, the altar of burnt offering and all the utensils, and the table of the showbread and all its utensils. All the utensils the king Ahaz discarded in his reign, when he was faithless, we have made ready and consecrated, and behold, they are before the altar of the Lord. Then Hezekiah the king rose early and gathered the officials of the city and went up to the house of the Lord. And they brought seven bulls, seven rams, seven lambs, and seven male goats for a sin offering for the kingdom, and for the sanctuary, and for Judah. And he commanded the priests, the sons of Aaron, to offer them on the altar of the Lord. So they slaughtered the bulls, and the priests received the blood, and threw it against the altar. And they slaughtered the rams, and the blood, their blood was thrown against the altar. Then the goats for the sin offering were brought to the king and the assembly, and they laid their hands on them. And the priests slaughtered them and made a sin offering with their blood on the altar, to make atonement for all Israel. For the king commanded that the burnt offering and the sin offering should be made for all Israel. And he stationed the Levites in the house of the Lord with cymbals, harps, and lyres, according to the commandment of David and of Gad, the king's seer, and of Nathan the prophet. For the commandment was from the Lord through his prophets. The Levites stood with the instruments of David and the priests with the trumpets. Then Hezekiah commanded that the burnt offering be offered on the altar. And when the burnt offering began, the song of the Lord began also, and the trumpets accompanied by the instruments of David, king of Israel. The whole assembly worshipped, and the singers sang, and the trumpeters sounded. 
All this continued until the burnt offering was finished. When the offering was finished, the king and all who were present with him bowed themselves and worshipped. And Hezekiah the king and the officials commanded the Levites to sing praises to the Lord with the words of David and Asaph the seer. And they sang praises with gladness, and they bowed down and worshipped. Then Hezekiah said, You have now consecrated yourselves to the Lord. Come near, bring sacrifices and thanks offerings to the house of the Lord. And the assembly brought sacrifices and thank offerings, and all were of a willing heart brought burnt offerings. The number of the burnt offerings the assembly brought was seventy bulls, a hundred rams, and two hundred lambs. All these were for burnt offerings to the Lord. And the consecrated offerings were six hundred bulls and three thousand sheep. But the priests were too few and could not flay all the burnt offerings. So until other priests had consecrated themselves, their brothers the Levites helped them until the work was finished. For the Levites were more upright in heart than the priests in consecrating themselves. Beside the great number of burnt offerings, there was the fat of the peace offerings, and there were the drink offerings for the burnt offerings. Thus the service of the house of the Lord was restored, and Hezekiah and all the people rejoiced, because God had provided for the people, and this thing came about suddenly. Chapter 30 Hezekiah sent to all Israel and Judah, and wrote letters also to Ephraim and Manasseh, that they should come to the house of the Lord of Jerusalem to keep the Passover to the Lord, the God of Israel. For the king and his princes and all the assembly in Jerusalem had taken counsel to keep the Passover in the second month, for they could not keep it at that time because the priests had not consecrated themselves in sufficient manner, nor had the people assembled in Jerusalem. And the plan seemed right to the king and all the assembly, so they decreed to make a proclamation throughout all Israel, from Beersheba to Dan, that the people should come and keep the Passover to the Lord the God of Israel at Jerusalem, for they had not kept it as often as prescribed." So couriers went throughout all Israel and Judah with letters from the king and his princes, as the king had commanded, saying, O people of Israel, return to the Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, that he may turn again to the remnant of you who have escaped from the hand of the kings of Assyria. Do not be like your fathers and your brothers who were faithless to the Lord God of their fathers, so that he made them desolation as you see. Do not now be stiff-necked as your fathers were, but yield yourselves to the Lord and come to his sanctuary, which he has consecrated forever, and serve the Lord your God, for his fierce anger may turn away from you. For if you return to the Lord, your brothers and your children will find compassion with their captors and return to his land. For the Lord your God is gracious and merciful and will not turn away his face from you if you return to him. So the couriers went from city to city through the country of Ephraim and Manasseh and as far as Zebulun. But they laughed them to scorn and mocked them. However, some men of Asher and Manasseh and of Zebulun humbled themselves and came to Jerusalem. The hand of God was also on Judah to give them one heart to do what the king and the princes commanded by the word of the Lord. And many people came together in Jerusalem to keep the Feast of Unleavened Bread in the second month, a very great assembly. They set to work and removed the altars that were in Jerusalem, and all the altars for burning incense they took away and threw into the brook Kidron. And they slaughtered the Passover lamb on the fourteenth day of the second month. And the priests and the Levites were ashamed, so that they consecrated themselves and brought burnt offerings into the house of the Lord. They took their accustomed posts according to the law of Moses, the man of God. The priests threw the blood that they received from the hand of the Levites. For there were many in the assembly who had not consecrated themselves. Therefore the Levites had to slaughter the Passover lamb for everyone who was not clean to consecrate it to the Lord. For the majority of the people, 
many of them from Ephraim, Manasseh, Issachar, and Zebulun, had not cleansed themselves, yet they ate the Passover otherwise than as prescribed. Hezekiah had prayed for them, saying, May the good Lord pardon everyone who sets his heart to seek God the Lord, the God of his fathers, even though not according to the sanctuary's rules of cleanness. And the Lord heard Hezekiah and healed the people. And the people of Israel who were present at Jerusalem kept the Feast of Unleavened Bread seven days with great gladness, and the Levites and the priests praised the Lord day by day, singing with all their might to the Lord. And Hezekiah spoke encouragingly to all the Levites who showed good skill in the service of the Lord. So they ate food of the festival for seven days, sacrificing peace offerings and giving thanks to the Lord, the God of their fathers. Then the whole assembly agreed together to keep the feast for another seven days. So they kept it for another seven days with gladness. For Hezekiah king of Judah gave the assembly 1,000 bulls and 7,000 sheep for offerings, and the princes gave the assembly 1,000 bulls and 10,000 sheep. And the priests consecrated themselves in great numbers, the whole assembly of Judah, and the priests and the Levites, and the whole assembly that came out of Israel, and the sojourners who came out of the land of Israel, and the sojourners who lived in Judah rejoiced. So there was great joy in Jerusalem, for since the time of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, there had been nothing like this in Jerusalem. Then the priests and the Levites arose and blessed the people, and their voice was heard, and their prayer came to his holy habitation in heaven. Chapter 31 Now when all this was finished, all Israel who were present went out to the cities of Judah and broke in pieces the pillars and cut down the ashram and broke down the high places and the altars throughout all Judah and Benjamin and in Ephraim and in Manasseh until they had destroyed them all. Then all the people of Israel returned to their cities, every man to his possession. And Hezekiah appointed the divisions of the priests and of the Levites, division by division, each according to his service the priests and the Levites, for burnt offerings and for peace offerings, to minister in the gates of the camp of the Lord and to give thanks and praise. The contribution of the king from his own possessions was for the burnt offerings, the burnt offerings of morning and evening, and the burnt offerings for the Sabbaths, the new moons and the appointed feasts, as it was written in the law of the Lord. And he commanded the people who lived in Jerusalem to give the portion due to the priests and the Levites, that they might give themselves to the law of the Lord. As soon as the command was spread about, the people of Israel gave in abundance the firstfruits of grain, wine, oil, honey, and all the produce of the field, and they brought in abundantly the tithe of everything. And the people of Israel and Judah, who lived in the city of Judah, also brought in the tithe of cattle and sheep, and the tithe of the dedicated things that had been dedicated to the Lord their God, and laid them in heaps. In the third month they began to pile up the heaps, and finish them in the seventh month. When Hezekiah and the princes came and saw the heaps, they blessed the Lord and the people of Israel. And Hezekiah questioned the priests and the Levites about the heaps. Azariah, the chief priest, who was of the house of Zadok, answered him, Since they began to bring the contributions into the house of the Lord, we have eaten and have had enough and had plenty left. For the Lord has blessed his people, so that we have a large amount left. Then Hezekiah commanded them to prepare chambers in the house of the Lord, and they prepared them. And they faithfully brought in the contributions, the tithes, and the dedicated things. The chief officer in charge of them was Kananiah, the Levite, with Shimei, the brother, as second, while Jehiel, Azariah, Nahath, Asel, Jeremoth, Josabad, Eliel, Issamachiah, Mahath, and Benaiah were the overseers assisting Kananiah and Shimei, his brother, by the appointment of Hezekiah the king, and Azariah the chief officer of the house of God. 
And Kor, the son of Imna the Levite, keeper of the east gate, was over the free will offerings to God, to apportion the contribution reserved for the Lord and the most holy offerings. Eden, Minmiam, Jeshua, Shemaniah, Amariah, and Shekinah were faithfully assisting him in the cities of the priests to distribute the portions to their brothers, old and young alike, by divisions, except those enrolled by genealogy, males from three years old and upward, all who entered the house of the Lord as the duty of each day required, for their service according to their officers, by divisions. The enrollment of the priests was according to their fathers' houses, that of the Levites, from twenty years old and upward, was according to their offices, by their divisions. They were enrolled with all their little children, their wives and their sons, and their daughters, the whole assembly, for they were faithful in keeping themselves holy. And for the sons of Aaron the priests, who were in the fields of common land belonging to the cities, there were men in several cities who were designated by name to distribute portions to every male among the priests and to every one among the Levites who was enrolled. Thus Hezekiah did throughout all Judah, and he did what was good and right and faithful before the Lord his God. And every work that he undertook in service of the house of God, and in accordance with the law and the commandments seeking his God, he did with all his heart and prospered. Psalm chapter 48. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain, beautiful in elevation, is the joy of all the earth, Mount Zion in the far north, the city of the great king. Within her citadels, God has made herself known as a fortress. For behold, the kings assembled, they came together. As soon as they saw it, they were astounded. They were in panic. They took to flight. Trembling took hold of them there, anguish as the woman in labor. By the east wind you shattered the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard, so we have seen in the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God, which God will establish forever. We have thought on our steadfast love, O God, in the midst of your temple, As your name, O God, so your praise reaches to the ends of the earth. Your hand is filled with righteousness. Let Mount Zion be glad. Let the daughters of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. Walk about Zion and go around her. Number her towers. Consider well her ramparts. Go through her citadels, that you may tell the next generation that this is God, our God forever and ever. He will guide us forever. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.